Welcome to the Tech League Coaching Network podcast. This is episode number 43. My name is Michael Rice. I'm your community organizer. Getting started in the Tech Lead role can be a huge challenge for new tech leads, but it's also an extremely rewarding opportunity. If you're in this role and trying to figure out how to get better, or you manage tech leads and want to help them, you're listening to the right podcast. You've come to the right place, tech leads. The Tech Lead Coaching Network is an informal, community-based, open-source network of tech leads where we support each other through in-person workshops and peer-to-peer, one-to-one tech lead coaching, all free and volunteer-based. It's Wednesday, April 17th, 2019. Yesterday, on Tuesday, we talked about what to do when your team forgets what the vision is. Today, let's talk about conflict on the team. And don't forget that we shipped our first short book, How to Be a Tech Lead, a few weekends ago on LeanPub. It's at leanpub.com, How to Be a Tech Lead, with dashes between each of the words, and it's totally free. I'm going to kind of shoot from the hip on this one and suggest that as a tech lead, I think you should embrace conflict on the team. Of course, I don't mean like fighting toxic kinds of conflict at all. Of course, I don't mean that. So what do I mean? I mean, let's take an example. You, engineer A and engineer B, all have different ideas about X. It could be something mutually exclusive among all everybody on the team. Let's say you're the tech lead and you want to stick with Ruby because you're really more worried about getting tasks done than semantic nuances right at the moment. However, engineer A wants to switch to Elixir and Phoenix, and engineer B just wants to start all over, rewrite the entire thing in Rust, and reimagine the whole thing. So the fact that you, A, and B, are all expressing different opinions could be actually a super good sign. On the one hand, all three of you could just really be assertive and strong enough to express your opinions no matter what the environment. Some shops are actually like that, and it works for them. But on the other hand, it could also mean that you, A, and B, all simply feel safe enough to express different mutually exclusive ideas. That's cool. And I don't mean that conflict needs to be mutually exclusive, just that it makes a good example. In my example, you're going to have to pick one language, so there will be one winner and two losers, so to speak, in this debate. And people get pretty passionate about language choices, right? And of course, you know that sharing these ideas is super powerful. If everybody on the team is sharing them, you get great ideas this way. You expose weaknesses and alternatives and relative strengths among different ideas. Sometimes the ideas combine to generate new ideas that nobody could have ever thought of had you not really had that conversation. But so the flip side of this, of course, is that if you don't have conflicting ideas, it could be a symptom of some pretty serious problems on the team. I'm not saying it is, it's just something to think about, okay? First, your engineers may not have any ideas. I've actually seen this before, and it could be a pretty big problem, but it could be solvable, but it's probably more likely one of the next two problems. So number two, you or your and your management or your management basically hired people who think the same way as you do whereas the rest of the team does. In other words, there's very little diversity of thought where something like groupthink has set in. This is a huge problem in our industry, and I'll touch on it in just a second. Third, and I think this is probably the most common situation, at least in my experience, the situation is basically engineers A or B or Z or Z prime. If they aren't speaking up and sharing the ideas, 
which almost everybody, somebody has some ideas or should have. Maybe they just aren't doing it because they don't feel safe to do so. So why, why do I say I think you should embrace conflict? So first, obviously, you get the benefits I mentioned above, right? If there is some conflict on the team, as long as you've been like navigating it well, which kind of leads to the, my next point. And we're not really going to talk about how to navigate it in this podcast, but just kind of like get you to embrace the idea. So secondly, embracing conflict on the team absolutely forces you to grow in your leadership role. Humans are hardwired to avoid conflict. And I think it's like, there's a lot of conflict in software engineering, but it happens online, right? Like, I mean, person to person, you don't see it a whole lot. I mean, you do see those high conflict individuals. I mean, sometimes people who are super high conflict, like, why do we see them? My opinion is actually, I think sometimes real high conflict individuals are actually trying to avoid conflict conflict by simply dominating their way to their, their one singular solution that makes sense to them. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not a high conflict individual. If the conflict is creating problems on your team and or people on your team are avoiding conflict, then this is a great opportunity to step up and practice a whole bunch of the Pareto behaviors all at once that I always talk about and that I wrote about in the book. Yep, you know what they are. One, listening. Two, bias for action. Three, crafting clear and compelling visions. Four, tracking and adjusting. And five, your growth mindset. And here's what I mean. If there's toxic or negative conflict on the team, it could be because certain engineers on the team aren't being heard, right? And so as a tech lead, it can start with you. You can start hearing what they're saying. The kind of strong listening skills I've talked about in this podcast and in the book, they help create some safety. But of course, taking the initiative and having this bias for action and taking the action to step into the conflict situation is a huge, huge step in soft skills for many tech leads. Like I said, most people's biology will fight them from stepping into conflict situations. We're hired, wired, hardwired to, to get along as pack animals, and conflict risks the survival of the tribe. But it's also critical in our new world of knowledge-rich software engineering teams. I don't know. It's hard to, hard to figure this one out. So contact me directly. We're a small enough group right now. Contact me directly if you're struggling with this because it's really a hard one to diagnose. And, you know, remember, most people let conflict fester for way too long. Just think about your own life in this. I mean, everybody does, right? So also, when you have conflicting ideas, it helps to test your vision, right? The the vision you've crafted, whether it's truly a clear and compelling one, whether it takes account of all the things it needs to take account of to be compelling, And really, a good vision should be a powerful tool for aligning a team and resolving a lot of conflict really right at the outset, right? Before it it can fester. Finally, if you have the kind of conflict that seems more related to individuals' personalities, I don't know, say stubbornness or an unwillingness to explore new ideas, this is a good chance for you to reevaluate the way you see people on the team, right? Do you believe they can grow like you can? Is it possible... You aren't willing to hear somebody's ideas because you've written them off in some kind of way. And on that last point, I think this is what's so wrong with hiring in our industry. This is just totally my opinion. It's not based on just, it's just based on my observations. And I know I'm generalizing, but I think, I think when we're hiring, we're so fixated on making sure people have the right quote culture fit. And so I'm just painting with a broad stroke here, but I, I just think we're hiring and we're so worried about hiring somebody that's going to create conflict for us that we end up missing so much diversity 
so much diversity of thoughts and ideas and viewpoints simply because our managers and leaders are scared to have these kind of hard conflict conversations, right? And it, and we lose all that benefit. So I don't know. I know there's more to it than that, more to it than that, but I think this is certainly one of the unspoken factors. And I just wanted to raise it here. So in summary, just some lightning midweek ideas about conflict on your team. Not totally well thought out, but just to give you some ideas to think about. You may not be ready to step into all conflict situations. Don't sweat it, tech leads. Your biology is going to fight you on this one. But these are big, big, big leadership moments to step into. So I want you to consider them. We're on a mission, tech leads. Our mission is to increase the happiness and effectiveness of our community members. No matter where you are in your tech lead journey, I want you to consider joining us. Join online at techleadcoaching.com. As I said, it's free and you can join at the lurker level if you just want to stay in touch, get weekly email updates and other interesting tidbits. Of course, there are other levels too, like the coach and tech lead levels when you're ready. So join however you're comfortable, but I hope you'll join us. Also, if you want some help directly, reach out to me. Happy to help you start it if I get you started if I can. Michael at techleadcoaching.com. Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe to this podcast. Give us an awesome rating if you can so we can reach more people. Have a great Wednesday, Tech Leads. Only a couple more days to go. And don't forget to get your copy of our free book, How to Be a Tech Lead. Bye, Tech Leads. Bye.